0: Why, hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Orange Juice Optional. I'm Michelle, and of course, I'm here today with my good friend, Suzanne. Hey, Suzanne, how are you? I'm doing great, Michelle. The bigger question is, how are you? I know. <laughs> I'm just going to have to throw this out out here. First of all, I'm going to say I do apologize to listeners. We have had kind of a weird schedule every other week release rather than weekly because you had COVID. And then I got COVID. And I just want to tell you, it was a really weird experience because we had recorded our last episode, the one where you talked about your experience with COVID. But I was so busy, I had a chance to get to it and listen to it until Mm -hmm. I had COVID and I was in bed. And it was haunting, It actually (laughs) was a haunting conversation because in that conversation, I said something along the lines of, "Uh, knock on wood, I don't get it. And then I was like, what? Why am I saying that? Why am I putting it out in the universe? And then lo and behold, like two days later, (laughs) I have it. So I probably had it when we were recording and didn't even know. But it was so haunting, A, to hear that conversation back and then to hear how much, And I don't know if growth is the right word or perspective is the right word that had been gained in that short period of time too, like an understanding almost.
1: Well, I think that perspective or that understanding only comes when you've experienced it. And you can be sympathetic, you can be sympathetic, you can be sympathetic, but you cannot be empathetic until you've, experienced it yourself and i've said that my entire life like people talk about having babies or having children okay sympathetic isn't quite the right word but you don't really know what that experience is like until you've experienced it yourself so i totally think i understand what you're saying
0: yeah and to give a little more legs to what i i'm saying when i took my COVID test. A, I was thinking, there's no way it's going to be COVID. I'm just having an allergic reaction to something I had the night before. So I just kind of took it as a precaution because I'm not at home. I'm in another city. I'm visiting people have been around people nonstop. And so I just was taking it as a precaution. And when it showed up positive, I started bawling. I absolutely started to cry, not because it was COVID, but because it meant I had to shut my good times down, or I had to shorten my visit with my son, which had been a really great visit. I had to cancel the rest of my trip. So I really first stepped into that disappointment. I stepped into the fact that I could have got them all sick. And then where me myself was concerned. It was kind of like, well, it's just my turn. And that surprised me because I felt almost like it was an expected or a given it was going to happen. And I feel kind of bad saying that. But if you look at the course of the news stories from where we were in 2020 to where we are in 2022, at mm-hmm. first it really was that fear factor of like the unknown and then we get vaccinated and time moves by and it seems everyone's getting it. And again, while you can, and maybe empathize is not the right word, but you can sympathize with people and know what they're going through and that it's a hard time and check in on
1: them. You don't get it <laughs> until you have it. Exactly. That's so, so true. And I'm just going to go off on one short tangent that I probably said in our last episode. It's all relative to, because I kept hearing before I got it, and maybe you felt this way, mild symptoms, mild symptoms, you know, you'll have, it's like a bad cold. It's like a bad cold. Okay. <laughs> and I realized it's relative back to 2020, when pe before the vaccine, when people were in the hospital, when people were dying, we were playing catch up. Everyone was trying to figure out how to stop this. So, yeah, I suppose my symptoms were mild compared to the 2020 symptoms. But what I have described symptoms as mild? Hell no. <laughs> That's as sick as I've ever been, except for when I've had influenza and/or pneumonia. And I took a little resentment away from that. It's like don't just dis- don't. It's not desensitizing, but don't um not belittle either, but don't take away <laughs> the suffering I went through when I had COVID.
0: Exactly. And I do just want to put it out there, been very aware this whole time that it's out there. And I'm not saying this like I'm taking it lightly or I took it lightly beforehand because I didn't. I worried I had loss also. I just have not experienced it myself. But you are right in what you're saying is most people said, well, the symptoms are so mild now. And not only are they not mild, they're different for everybody because the version of COVID you had sounds Mm -hmm. very different than the version I had. And my version sounds more lined up with um, one of your other family members who you said was experiencing the same
1: thing. Correct. My son, he got it shortly after I did as well. And just for the record, I am by myself in Arizona. Nobody got COVID from me (laughs) in my world. I've known four or five people since I had COVID that got COVID and I haven't been close to any of them. So it is the most bizarre thing to me that it's like all of a sudden COVID hit my pocket of the world because I'm literally at my house alone, <laughs> and you got it, my son got it, a r- another really good friend of mine got it, I have a cousin who got it, um, all within a week after I had it, so. And that's how I've spent most of the summer,
0: is it seems like so many people I know who never had it were, were getting it and going through the, the process. Right. And I am happy to say and I will share this with like the most grateful heart got covid. And so that is a blessing it is in itself. So it I feel is. a little bit better about that. Now I wouldn't put it past my son not to tell me if someone yes. got it because that would make me feel bad, but right. I think he would have probably probably told right. me. Right. So, and it was really weird getting that results in a city that is not your own, because then what do you do? Do you hunker down in the hotel? Right. Or do you find another way home? And so what Rob and I did, we weren't gonna fly, we weren't gonna expose anybody else. He was still feeling fine. At that point, I just was very sad. And so we decided we had a rental car, we would just drive home. And so that's what we did is we drove home. And yeah, I was never so glad to walk through my own (laughs) front door as that day. And we did it safely, and again, didn't expose anyone else. Rob handled getting gas and, you know, ordering food, paying right. for it, stuff like that. So, right. Anyhow, so that was kind of my experience. And then, you were talking about your son having a really bad sore throat, and I'm like, oh, my mm-hmm. ear just really hurts. But then I woke up the next morning, and I couldn't swallow. Like my throat hurt so incredibly bad
1: that mm-hmm.
0: then I had the worry. Of getting dehydrated too because I couldn't get anything down, right, right. But I never had and, a fever, wow, and I never had that deep chest congestion. But that's probably because my good friend Suzanne told me to take Mucinex.
1: <laughs> well, Eva and I took Mucinex every day, um, and every night, and it probably saved me from it turning into pneumonia. But at the time, it's like this Mucinex is not doing anything. I mean. Um, that cough was my main symptom, as you well know. And, but my son's main symptom was also the swollen, most painful sore throat he's ever had. And um, just to you know, make it relative, my kids all had histories of strep throat. They've all had their tonsils out because of strep throat. And he had his tonsils out when he was 13 or 14 years old. And he said the pain was worse than when he had his tonsils out. And he said he didn't know pain could get so bad. And same thing, his it was so swollen that he had a hard time getting anything through that. I had these visions of it just being swollen shut, which it probably was, but, but somehow air was getting through.
0: No, that's what it felt like. And okay, the one complaint I have about Mucinex, it's like a horse pill. The pills that I got through Instacart were huge and so hard to swallow, but even the little Advil were hard to swallow. And I didn't know how I was going to get them down, but they did. So there was more room there than I felt like there was, but it was super scary. So it was scary, but I, I really was thankful not to have a cough on top of that at that point. But I found this illness to be very layered, like it would come in waves. And I never knew what was going to happen next. And that was scary also. And I didn't know how long it was going to last.
1: Exactly. Although, well, it's, you're right. It's just the strangest virus on the planet. I mean, it really is because it affects everyone differently. You know, the timeline is different for everyone. Yeah, it's just... It's a weird, weird thing. Yeah, but I would like to
0: share too, because I don't want to give all this time to COVID because like it just (laughs) sucks the energy out of me to think about it. And it just, you know, we talk about it, but I do want to talk a little bit about that shift in perspective and kind of what helped me heal and the approach that I stepped into because I could have very easily just slipped into the woe is me Right. And what I found myself stepping into was more a feeling of gratitude. And I know that sounds weird, but it just came from a lot of reflection of where we've been as a society, as you know, the collective over the mm-hmm. last couple of years, and how my experience isn't even comparing. I was grateful that I've been of good health and generally am in good health. I was grateful that I had someone there to watch over me and take care of me. I had people who loved me who could check in. I was grateful that I had resources to be safe and comfortable, that I didn't have to worry about the time it was gonna take to get better because I had a a type of job that I had to immediately get to. Again, very happy to be in a safe place. And I was very happy to know that there weren't any emergencies or outside pressures in my life that I was also having to deal with. Because I have a friend or a neighbor who Mm -hmm. I found out has COVID herself, but in the middle of her COVID, her bout with COVID, her husband ended up having a heart attack. Oh, no. And in the hospital... While she was at home, couldn't be with him with COVID, not feeling good and then having the worry of that too. I didn't have that. So I really stepped into gratitude in the fact that I was going to be okay. I knew it was going to get better. It sucks right now, but really kind of just projecting hope out to everybody else and just a gratitude for everybody.
1: I think that's a great position to be in that that feeling of gratitude, taking what you have and making that the focus of what's going on in your life. Right, because it could always be so
0: much worse and that hit me like a ton of bricks. And I don't know, I'm getting like emotional thinking of it and I know this episode is a little deeper than some of our other episodes, but I really thought it was an important message to share because it has completely shifted my mindset because while I'm thinking about, I know this is a limited time that I'm going to be feeling this way, I am going to move move past it. I just mm-hmm. started thinking about all the people who were in situations of chronic illness, who are always feeling this way day in and day out. And the weight of that hit like a ton of bricks. And it just makes me sad and wishing that there was
1: more I could do or trying to figure out something more I could do. That's interesting. It's an interesting take on your whole experience.
0: Yeah. Did you feel any of that? No. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for lightening the mood. I don't want to bring everyone down. I just really
1: felt like I needed to say this. No. (laughs) And I'm being totally honest. And it's like, (laughs) obviously, you can tell I am the pessimist between the two of us. I'm the one that's the glass is half empty. And it's not so much that I don't have, I don't process things like that. There was a point where I was definitely feeling gratitude. I, and I've said to many people since I had COVID, it was a traumatizing experience for me. And that goes back to the fact that because I take for granted my health, my good health, I have good health. I am rarely sick. So I was traumatized by the fact that um, it had such an impact on me, but I never went down that road of gratitude. And maybe I should just leave it at that. I I have more to say about that, but you think you're bringing people down.
0: <laughs> no, well, I mean, just whatever you're comfortable with. I just really think uh, from the perspective, and it's so true, it was, traumatizing, because I haven't been that sick in that long. But it really did also help me see that connection between mind, body and soul and how it all works together. And if you can shift your perspective, you can shift your, your mindset just a little bit, it will aid in your healing. And
1: it will maybe it absolutely heals in your, uh, or it aids in your healing. But We may just scratch all of this when we're done recording, when I say, Suzanne, you just went down a a rabbit hole. But so, and I'm so glad that you called it gratitude and that it's like, you're so thankful for these things. And I always wonder about the person who's listening that didn't have, that did this alone. And do they feel a level of, and why are they alone? Why didn't they have people around them that could check on them that could take care of them and it's like it's great to be thankful and feel what you're feeling to help in your own healing but what about those people who don't have those advantages that you have what words of comfort can we offer them what words of hope can we offer them
0: and that's kind of what i was trying To get to also this, I have debated it in my mind whether or not this is what I wanted the topic to be Mm -hmm. today, so much that I didn't even tell you till right before we recorded what I thought a great topic would be. And those were my feelings going through it. I stepped into gratitude and being thankful, feeling that empathy, feeling that need to do something for people don't have those things to be grateful for. And I hate saying those words because I will probably scratch them, but just mm-hmm. people who didn't have the same experiences or had different things during their illness to be grateful for, because I think it's horrible that anyone would be alone. I think it's horrible that families were separated and right. it's not a subject I'm taking lightly. I guess is the biggest point for me is I don't want people to say, oh, it was all love and light because it was, it, it was a physical body getting torn apart mm-hmm. that mind and soul mm-hmm. trying to find the the lining
1: yeah which again goes back to your comment about it aids in your healing to try to keep a positive attitude when you pract- you feel like crap and you haven't felt that way in 10 or 15 years yeah you have to dig deep or i ha- would have to dig deep to draw on the strengths that that I have. And I think that's more the point I'm trying to make is even if you're alone, even if you don't have financial means, even if you have to dig deep to find the strengths in your situation to aid in your own healing. And I guess that's more what I'm trying to where I'm trying to go with this conversation because I feel like we are so fortunate that we have the easy things to draw on, you know, to find our inner strength. And I feel like there's so many people in a much more dire situation. And if they're drawing on their strengths to aid in their healing, it's so much more impactful because it might be a harder, deeper dig for them. You're correct.
0: And you do have to dig deep on things.
1: Which is why I go back to you calling it gratitude and not saying I'm very blessed. Because, And you know that about me. When people say they are blessed with the things in their life, I go berserk because it's like, You're feeling blessed about surface things. It's like you should feel blessed that you are able to find some gratitude in all this. That's where the blessing is, not in the fact that you have family around you. You see what I'm saying? And I don't, I'm terrible at verbalizing how I think. But it's like, because I always think in terms of being blessed, it's like, I don't feel like we have to dig very far to find our blessings. And some people in the world have to dig a lot farther to find their blessings. And those are probably the truer blessings because they've had to dig deeper to find them.
0: That makes sense.
1: (laughs) I know. I'm sorry. It's one of those, it's just one of those topics that someday I'll be able to verbalize how that truly feels to me you know, but right. it, it, it's just, but it is one of those things. And I think your biggest blessing is that when you're in a situation like you're in, you can find the silver lining, the positive, the, the things that you need to aid in your healing.
0: Right. And the things that I found gratitude in, I'm really hoping a lot of people find gratitude in having love in their life. That. Is something to be grateful for. Mm-hmm. Having a safe place is something to be grateful for. Having good health most of the time is something to be grateful for.
1: So I agree with you.
0: You know, and really, truly, more than anything, it was also being grateful to step into that collective experience and to be able to see it from different eyes now.
1: Okay, Again. well, that's that's where I think you've taken it one step too far. <laughs> <laughs> I feel no gratitude for being able to look at it from the insider's perspective. Like, okay, <laughs> I've had COVID. I know how it feels. <laughs> it's like... I would have chosen not to have COVID and go my whole life feeling like I never had that experience. I I would have chosen that too, honestly. (laughs) But if
0: I had had to go through it, I like to feel like I've had some growth from it and it will help me moving forward in my intent and
1: my process. So I guess that's the difference between you and I, whereas you have really looked for the silver lining looked about what you can take out of this experience and make it keep it positive for me after three or four weeks of being having COVID behind me I'm still traumatized by it I'm still dwelling on the fact that people keep calling this a mild illness because I was so sick so anyway what I can take from what you're saying is okay Suzanne put away the self-pity and find the good in all this, find the positive from this. And that's what I'm gonna do. Well, I appreciate that.
0: I'm not saying that's what you have to do for you. I'm just saying that is how I look at it. And everybody has to process their experience in their own way. And just because A is where I'm being pulled, maybe path B is where you're being pulled. And believe me, I I still feel the trauma of it. And I will say, as we start to move away from this subject, just prior to recording this, I took a COVID test and it finally came out negative. So I'm officially negative. I still Woo-hoo. have the brain fog, which I hate. Probably that is my biggest hate because it's lingering. And I still have a bit of a cough and a congestion, but moving forward.
1: Yay. That's exciting. And now hopefully you've had it. You don't have to worry too much about getting it again. You know, hopefully. I know some people get it more than once, but.
0: Yeah, I would say knock on wood, but I'm not going to because we see how that worked out for me last time. Right, (laughs) exactly. Let's end this conversation on something positive. What has been going on in your life? You got to go visit your grandson.
1: I did. I spent the weekend with him and always good time for me always the best medicine for me. Yeah, and now I'm back. We're moving into fall in my store, so uh, that's actually really exciting because there's so much going on in my store right now that it's incredibly exciting.
0: And that keeps your energy high.
1: It does keep my energy high. And now that you are officially over COVID, what does your fall look like?
0: Well, my immediate couple of days looks like I'm going to have a drink in either today or tomorrow because I haven't had one for over a week. And Uh I'll probably skip the orange juice because I've had a lot of (laughs) juice and stuff like that lately. And then the fall, like the biggest thing I'm looking forward to is that cruise. Exactly. We do have that coming up. Yes, in October. But then there's Mm. the stress of that, you know, to kind of figure out all the little Check marks we need to get down on our list because there's a lot of added little steps or little things we need to be mindful of or make sure we have done before traveling.
1: Exactly, exactly. And I've been checking those things off my list with the help of my son. Well, that's
0: good. Maybe you can extend some of that help that way since you're feeling like
1: Santa Claus on your end. (laughs) we'll talk we'll we'll get it we'll get it all together we'll pull it all together
0: yeah definitely but before then like a very exciting thing that's happening is I get to go get my dogs and I have missed them so much and I'm ready for their energy and I'm ready for their they're barking at me and they're yeah I just can't wait to see them so I'm really excited about that that is exciting that is very exciting still about a month away or just under but it's coming yay that's great okay well I guess with all that shared what I'm going to say is next week's episode is not going to be about COVID because we're both <laughs> moving forward in our own ways yes, and we are. maybe that'll be a great episode for you to talk a little bit about the Atlanta market and your experiences oh, there and all of that
1: absolutely okay Something to look forward to
0: Something to look forward to. It's on my mind, unless I forget it. Anyhow, again, with all that shared, have a good week, everyone. Cheers.
1: Cheers.